0: I love that you're like fucking trans um shooting up estrogen pack it says your dead name on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking. I yeah, I mean I get mail all the time for one Kevin Smart but like you know you're you've got
1: well it's still legally my name. I know
0: but you've got like your trans needles next to some um what is this bell from beauty and the beast band-aids? I, I, they're
1: princess band-aids. Yeah. <laughs> princess
0: band-aids. <laughs> yeah anyway well
1: i like because i was gonna get normal band-aids but i was like that makes it like i'm trying as much as possible to avoid giving myself shots feeling like this intense medical process that's like devoid of emotion and like very just sterile like i'm trying to like uh you know have a have it be a fun not necessarily fun but like a A powerful moment for me As opposed to like An emotionally fraught one Because I'm stabbing myself With a fucking needle Right And like that's Like Unless you're like Actually into that shit Like you know It's not the most fun a lot and of people so, who
0: have had like drug addictions where they uh, get to the needle point do love needles. So it's kind of interesting thing. Like my first long-term girlfriend, like she, if we were watching a movie, we would both look away when there was like a shooting up scene. But me, because it was like, Ugh! and for her, it was because it would make her want drugs. And she loved watching <laughs> it. I'm just thinking about like former, like. Yeah, drug addicts who are, like, trans now being like, yes! Oh, <laughs> at least no, they get the fix so of the needle. All yeah. I've wanted was... <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking needle, at least. But then it would probably... Yeah, what if it set you off into uh, wanting... To, I guess you yeah. would just have to take to the be pills. To an addict
1: and be trans would fucking suck. Yeah. Like, you got to take pills all the time. Like, there's no getting around, like, medication. It
0: could be very triggering for yeah. your addiction. That's true. Well... Fortunately, you're not a drug addict.
1: Thank God. So um, wait,
0: you're just talking about empower, it making it feel like something fun or whatever, as opposed to...
1: Well, it's just like, I remember I read this account of one girl who, she's like this famous instagram trans girl who like uh what's her name give a shout out It's like rosaline latoya or montoya or something (laughs) like that i forget her name I, i i'm so bad at instagram people's names i just they're all put together in one word and in my head even when i read books like it took me until i reread lord of the rings as an adult to actually slow down and sound out all the people's names otherwise yeah, I, I just skip like over them i just like yeah i just kind of have like, like in a
0: russian novel eh. well not <laughs> just
1: that but it's like i have the visual image of the name as a set of letters together and in, uh-huh. in the sense of meaning that that conveys it's just a pictorial
0: w- w- yeah, in- yeah. yeah as
1: opposed to like a like a
0: needing the sound yeah
1: i was gonna say like phonographic yeah or like
0: you have more uh, of a photographic than a phonographic um
1: sin- way of reading yeah so reading. Yeah. um essentially she i saw her post on there about how like you know before for a while when i was like doing shots like it was like a, one of the worst parts of my week because it was like extremely dysphoric it was like this like you know very real world reminder of my transness and my trans body and like uh, the process that I'm forced to go through to like realize who I am and it was not a pleasant thing for me mm-hmm. And I don't really have that relationship to it necessarily I was just hoping to avoid that because I could see myself getting in that kind of like thought loop
0: mm. because
1: sometimes like in the mornings when I was taking pills having to take you know four pills twice a day which isn't that bad but it's eight pills a day I don't like pills to begin with that was giving me that same feeling of like oh fucking here's these trans pills again right which is one of the reasons I wanted to switch the shots was that it's one shot once a week and I just take one pill twice yeah. a day. So much easier. So <clears throat> she was saying that was how she felt. But that one time she had a friend recommend to her, she's like, well, why don't you like try to do the opposite? Like instead of just like making it this like sterile medical process, like mm-hmm. make it yeah. about you. And so she was like, you know, she's like, now when I do it, it's like a I make it about me and make like, it about me being comfortable and like me being... In this like space of like being a woman and or something shit like that, and like how she like lights candles and like you know dims lights and puts on music and like (laughs) you know slowly fucks the needle first, (laughs) like caresses gives the needle head for a minute before sticks the needle the tip of her dick. Yeah. Uh, So coming for you next. So, but I, I was like, that's a really good idea. Like, I don't, yeah. I can't, I don't have enough candles to do that. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> Too poor, I don't, I don't, I don't all the this romance. I have the one candle. Um, but uh, so, but I was like, I'm gonna do kind of the same thing. And so, like f- for me, it was like little silly things. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get like princess band aids instead of regular band aids. I think it's cute and fun. And, yeah, like that's the thing that just kind of makes me giggle and smile. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and so yeah, did that and like you know, last time like. I'm sure this isn't the smartest, but you know, I took a little hit of weed beforehand, and then I put on a r- nice record that I really enjoy, and like mm-hmm. had a mo. I made it about me in the way that I like to make myself feel comfortable, because like you know, dimming lights and candles that's not my it's not my style. Yeah, but like a record and like relaxing mm-hmm. and like put myself in that like familiar space of like my <laughs> most meanest.
0: dude. I would just like. I would just be like, oh, it's Friday 10. Okay. Done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, and, and I should enjoy the medical fetish. Aspect. I think sometimes, I think I would just quickly in my head, just be role playing um, a scenario that like, I am like an X-Men or something. And I'm like, Oh, I have to take my shot. Like I love that idea of like oh, I have to take my shot. I
1: mean, I do get. I did get off onto the feeling of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, it, it does hurt because I'm not that great yeah. at it. Also, my needles are a little too small, so it's really hard to push the estrogen back mm-hmm. out. So it takes a long Oof. time. That part I don't like. Yeah, I need to get a slightly larger needle so I can just like oh, it out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, I did kind of get off on like the feeling and the rush mm-hmm. from it, right? Like there was a bit of an adrenaline rush and then that's followed by like a, a rush of hormones. Like it doesn't instantly hit you, right? It's not like mm-hmm. you're like mainlining estrogen. Yeah. You're sticking it into the muscle in your thigh. But like, I, I mean, you know, you can feel, you know, it, when you sh- shoot it into you as opposed to taking pills every day, there is like a spike in yeah. the estrogen and then it slowly kind of like tapers off down throughout the week. Not to complete zero, but... I
0: assume it's kind of similar to how the testosterone is affecting the trans boys. Cause I mean, I would watch that with lover boy. Like it, you know, the effects of course are cumulative, but it's also like, okay, Friday afternoons are very different than Thursday afternoons.
1: Yeah. For me, it was the fact that like, I felt hornier than I have my entire <laughs> life. Like not, not like the, I need to fuck kind of like horny yeah. from like pre-transition days. But like, it was just this like i wanted to fuck the world kind of horny like i just felt so open and in con- contact uh-huh. with everything around me that i was just like oh my god like i'm sitting here at work trying not to come just existing
0: yeah that's, that's just so funny like the <laughs> different like, kinds of horny that like testosterone <laughs> versus estrogen create yeah the estrogen horny is much nicer isn't it where you're it like, like i want me and the world to be fucking each other sure. it's
1: like when i'm tripping and like i'm having that moment like if you're ever like breathing and you really feel like you're breathing with mm-hmm. the world yeah yeah. Like, like these big long powerful breaths i like felt that just just like sitting little, there in my fucking desk motherable. the next day yeah. just like oh uh, uh, there's the air touching me and the universe is energy just passing through me is like so is turning me on it's just like i can feel like i feel deeper now and it, it, that went away. It was there for, like, a day and a half. And then yeah. it was, like, gone. I'm like, fuck, that's the way it is each week. Like, I'm about to have to, yeah, like... Yeah.
0: So maybe let's... Yeah, you're... Let's say you're my, ovulating like, every Friday. Schedule. Yeah. So Friday, you're taking the shots. That's your ovulation day. And then, you know what I mean? Like, you, your monthly cycle will just well, make it, it on into on a weekly. Sundays, it's or on Sundays. Or <laughs> <laughs> Sundays. Sure. Sunday, Monday, maybe ovulation. And then you're back to regular. Then your period would be like maybe Wednesday, Thursday. That's when I'm going to watch for that. We're going to see if you ha- wind up having like a PMS,
1: like down day, like a,
0: yeah. Or a down, emotional, you know, angry and sad back and forth kind of things going on. I wonder if you wind up with, I a think
1: that cycle. I think that naturally comes like once every like month and a half for me. Right. Just like based <laughs> on, I think, cause I think it's more emotional than hormonal kind of hmm. like that because because when i'm doing my hormones consistently right mm-hmm. doing them taking them <laughs> <laughs> yeah doing them well you like yeah. you do drugs yeah. <laughs> yeah um when i'm taking them consistently there's not as much of like an emotional up and down i'm pretty fucking even keeled
0: uh-huh.
1: and, and but when that's happening that is like when it's like once every month and a half there's just a flip that switches it's just like whoa here we are a right that
0: switches i always say that a switch that flips
1: <laughs> yeah a switch that flips <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm so high now
0: i think i think you've you've borrowed that for me because i do that all the time oh shit
1: um, <laughs> that shouldn't be another t-shirt that says a flip Let's that switches switch it. <laughs> and it's the guy that says flip has a that t- has a name tag that says flip on it and he's like yeah. fucking a dude while getting fucked They're, at the same time totally it's a flip that switches, switches
0: Exactly. <laughs> well i was thinking a flip is kind of a cute other name for a switch too you
1: know because yeah. yeah 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 he goes switch the flip on
0: you're talking about your slave yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: um but yeah so i mean maybe maybe you know there will be like a weekly pmsy thing but i think what's going to happen is i'm going to have like a up up every sunday and monday and then like the rest of the week is going to be kind of like a normal even keeledness until like if if anything i would see the pmsy thing coming on like a saturday when I'm, like, at the tail end of my hormones and I'm, like, about to need another shot. Yeah. So that's why I that's, that's why I chose to do it every week instead of every two weeks because...
0: It's too hard to do anything every other week.
1: Well, and not just that, but, like, I was, one, afraid I was going to forget, but, two, mm-hmm. I would just take a double dose every two weeks, and which means my extra, up would be way up, and yeah, then that down, yeah, no, I would come further down. And so I wanted to just keep it kind of like a heartbeat, like, very yeah, consistent exactly. and, like...
0: There's a natural rhythm, rhythm. to a week. Mm-hmm. It's just easier that way. Yeah. so Well, that's tight.
1: Yeah. I got all my shit here. I do. I, I do it on Sunday. So I have thought about calling it going to church. Like, yeah, I got to yeah. go to church, put on <laughs> some gospel i will
0: take the sacrament. Yeah, you're doing. <laughs> take the sacrament right uh, in the ass.
1: Someone comes in. I'm like whipping myself as I'm doing it. Yeah. They're like, oh, she's taking this a little far. <laughs>
0: Self-flagellation, shit. Like every week, you need it to be more painful than the last.
1: Oh, make it hurt, Daddy God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Daddy God, yeah, fill me with your, <laughs> fill me with your lady juice. Oh, that reminds your me. Dumb bitch juice. <laughs> this is the gender fluids podcast we're your hosts i'm ava smart a 26 year old trans girl and bottom leaning switch
0: and i'm ariel isaac norman a 32 year old boy lesbian for now and we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay.
1: Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at podcast On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all.
0: I was thinking, you know what I decided is that like from now on, um, whenever I do use men in my fantasies of various, you know, for whatever my scenarios are, um, whether it's man on man or man on um, unidentified, whatever, um, I'm just going to use the anthropomorphic, you know, uh, daddy God person, (laughs) you know, like Zeus, whatever, like that kind of, um, white people daddy god <laughs> like, totally because it adds that element of, of daddy whatever And but it's also just like fun and fucked up because I don't really care like I'm just using because even as it is like when I am going to like have some kind of fantasy where there's a man in it I wind up like trying to google like hot men or something like I'm trying to look for like a chest or something I'm like so I just hard. need a database of something so I'm like no I can just imagine it's all like a cartoonish because it doesn't really matter Zeus from the Hercules it's just movie. the app ab- I just want the abs to be there there's like, yeah, Zeus, it's, yeah, Zeus, exactly, a cartoon Zeus from the Hercules, (laughs) perfectly fine. That's exactly what, like Poseidon, Trident, any of that kind I'm just going to
1: say, porn does exist of, and it's not bad.
0: I mean, I could check it out. I just, my imagination is so much better (laughs) than these porns. Um, and yeah, anyway, so that's a fun update on my not that I like it I don't do it as much um right now, but there was uh, a moment after we started watching the keepers where I was like, god damn it, I have to <laughs> I, I'm so sorry everyone, but I do have to masturbate one time. <laughs> about some priest stuff. <laughs> 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 I feel bad. I really do. Like, I remember I would... Uh, it's a not th-
1: my fault they gave me the exact script. Okay? <sighs> it's like,
0: okay, but that, it's so <laughs> fascinating that these priests have uh, the exact same script that I have in my head because it tells you we have some weird cultural, just like, you know, shared...
1: Not just that. I think it shows you that we're not all that unique and that the weird shit you're thinking about Honestly, isn't that abnormal sure. and weird? There're probably thousands and thousands of other people oh, in that same boat. Oh, for sure, no these are boat, very like right?
0: archetypal. These are very, but it just it's it feels like it's all coming um it's all being shaped by these religions, by the inheritance of like the shame around sex and the wording and the language and the concepts of, of yeah. repentance and forgiveness. It's like of course me this Mormon has a very similar sexual script as this to like this older Catholic priest. dude. I was just saying
1: that just to be like as a way to be like yeah we're all pretty we're we're not all fucked up like this is a pretty kind of normal thing that everybody goes through right
0: exactly i think a lot of people don't admit to their own in their own minds like where they could go with a lot of this stuff and i just happened to go there because i was going there since i was so little that it's just kind of like well i can't pretend that i don't fantasize about all these things yeah um but, uh, yeah, Lord, daddy, God. And that may, Oh yeah. So I just was like, that's, it's just, it feels more wholesome to me to have it just be this. Cause you know, I, I'm like, eh, fuck men. I don't want to use, I mean, maybe Brad Pitt from fight club. I don't, I feel like Brad Pitt's a nice guy. He can be fantasized about, but I don't like fantasizing about actual men who probably suck, you know, some model from Google images. There's a little weird smirk. It's so hard to find because even when you find a really hot body and then and the face matches up, there's always some weird look in their eyes. Like these model men are like, you know, they're probably bad people. You know, they're probably not the best people. There's they just look dumb. or something. There's some little look where you're like, I don't want to use this guy.
1: I don't know. It is weird. Like I don't know. The sensation of shitting myself is like I have such a intimate odd relationship with it. Cuz uh-huh. like I've always been into anal. Like I just love Yeah, it. you, you just, like you like the in. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't like the out. You don't like the out. And so it's Even like,
0: on the toilet you don't like the out?
1: I mean, it depends. It depends on my I mean my sometimes mood. it
0: hurts, but I still like that cuz I mean like- I
1: love the relief afterwards. I don't necessarily enjoy the sensation, right?
0: Oh, I do. I love the roller coaster of like pain and relief. It's nice.
1: I like the feeling of control I get with it, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I like, like, when I do a good job, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm fucking, this is, This could have been complicated, but I'm crushing this one, right? <laughs>
0: no, I'm in there going, oh, God, yes. Oh my! God. like, like, what, what do I always say? Like, I like pep talk myself, you know, like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. You know, like that kind of stuff. Uh, um, anyway.
1: But... Um, but yeah, but it's like when, even like I'm getting fucked, like I want, I want you to like put your dick all the way in me and then I don't want you to really pull it far out. I want you just to like push in me more, right? Yeah. Like the internal sensation's fine, but it's like the, like just to ride right around the asshole, like, because you're getting slide, kind of a rim the slide, job. The slide, the slide, from yeah, the, yeah, the slidey sensation from the entrance isn't the best. It's mm. not my favorite. Okay. It's, but yeah. it's the thing I've had to get used to, like, because I have to like learn that. I like I have to one trust myself a lot of times where it's like mm-hmm. hey you did a good job you don't have any shit up there so you like leaning into that sensation yeah cuz that's isn't part putting of putting at risk for shitting on right, somebody right that's a
0: lot of the discomfort with that feeling is the worry about the poop
1: yeah right yeah sometimes. i mean i think
0: that's why cuz anal like everyone knows anal is painful sometimes but i do think that the biggest stumbling block especially for women isn't the pain so much as the fear of the poop you know because they want to, you know, you want to be sexy and you don't know, want it's yeah. gross and it's blah, blah, blah.
1: I do think it's the fear of the poop, but I think it just like <clears throat> the biggest stumbling block, I think, is like goes beyond just the poop. I think it's like a cross between like the dirtiness of it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like centered around. Or
0: like, Yeah. Are they going to feel like, degraded? You yeah, mean? yeah. Well, it's
1: just, yes. Yeah, but it's centered around the fact that it is like where you shit from, right? That's where that yeah. dirtiness is kind of centered around. But then there's also like, you know, that complex of like not wanting to be a dirty girl uh, mixed with the fact that I think it's that kind of like weird, dirty aspect, but mixed with also a completely new type of sensation that isn't Easily enjoyable all the time, right? Right. So it's not that it's about the pain or that the pain is a part of it, but it's just an odd. Not sens- everyone, Even if it doesn't hurt, it's a weird sensation that right. like you, like, have, you have. to Not everyone's been out.
0: fantasizing about since they were a child. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, if you take out that part, it's easier for me to realize, like, oh right, yeah. And then you, not t- yeah. So you have that next all the time. to like the
1: dirty aspect of it. And it's like, yeah, I can see why it's just well, not your thing. And it's not just
0: dirty and like the dirty girl things so much as then men are pigs about it and like have all of this kind of like there's so many jokes and tropes about like men wanting anal and women not wanting it and men like, and it's for his birthday. It's this weird power dynamic then. Yeah. But then it, it's also only hot. I think if you enjoy that like power dynamic on some level, Oh no. then you have see,
1: to, that's the thing is like, for me, it's I mean, such a, like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Sorry
0: for a female. I mean, just because like, if, yeah, I don't know. Like y'all I'm just you saying, still like, have your prostate in your, I'm just saying muscle, I know right? a
1: lot of, fucking vagina having women who love anal
0: but don't have like religiously like like because i like the guilt shame
1: stuff no but you can have i'm telling you this is again this is you just being like well i guess this is how it is for everybody but it's like no dude it's like lots of people just love getting fucked in the ass because it feels good
0: yeah, I guess and, I couldn't... like, the
1: fact that you can add other aspects onto it, and a lot of people do, but that doesn't mean that, like, everybody is doing that, right? For some yeah. people, the sensation is enough.
0: Right. I guess it would, because for me, I don't think that I could ever <laughs> divorce the sensation from the psychology of it. So, I can't even imagine, like, just feeling... Well,
1: you could have a different psychology of it, right? So, like, for me, like, I love getting into, like, sweet, passionate, like, tender th- anal, right? And, like... <laughs>
0: Does not. Compute, yeah, it's because it's not- such an intimate,
1: vulnerable moment, and it's like it can be a really like tender thing when you're like fucking somebody in the ass because it, it because it is such an odd sensation, and yes, it makes you oh! so uncomfortable. You're like, no, no, no. If I'm not getting molested by a priest in this fantasy where I'm getting fucked in the ass, don't, don't- you dare breathe love into my anal fantasy unless it's the violation of that love.
0: It's gotta be degrading and violating, and and it, you know, yeah, I don't. Wow, okay. I don't think I've really ever, like, considered... And because also in porn, you know, like, if I'm watching, like, man-on-man or man-on-woman, like, anal. of course, in porn, at least the stuff I ever stumble upon is all, like, you know, even if the woman's supposed to be enjoying it, um, which, I mean...
1: I mean, but you know how, like, the best sex that you've had probably moves from slow to hard and then goes from, like, intense fucking to, like, loving each other and making love, right? Yeah anal has all those same, like, sexual components, right? Like, I think you can divorce or, like, re a different type of psychology or whatever you want to call it, right, to think about anal in whatever way you can, the way you can, like, the sex you've already had.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, it just, like, kind of never occurred to me just because, yeah, there's like, all either the fantasies in my mind or what I've seen in porn. I, like, I've never seen a porn where maybe I should seek that out of, like, uh that kind of yeah
1: because it's like you don't usually
0: see porn of that kind of missionary either, you know or i mean penis vagina yeah you do have to
1: seek it out more often than not to get like like,
0: loving sex well, not just loving like you can find some like
1: hard fucking porn but the but the people in it and the intent of it isn't like degradation it's like making the other person feel good it's like i'm gonna fuck the shit out of you but i'm doing it because i know you want it and it's gonna feel good
0: yeah, like when you say like tender, what do you you know intimate anal? Yeah,
1: intimate anal.
0: Like so, so it's not. I'm not saying like I can't imagine you like yeah, a p- sex positively having anal. I'm saying like when you say tend I'm just I'm imagining like a slower, like I don't even know, you know, like gentle, gentle. Yeah, like gentle yeah. anal is gentle anal a thing?
1: Yeah, that's totally. Do you a act thing. like a
0: baby when you do that? <laughs> or no. Uh, i mean
1: one gentle anal is what you call just starting to do anal you know like you don't i guess
0: so you're yeah you're starting yeah like you don't want to
1: start off butt fucking and just like dive in like you know you start super slow and the first few times you fuck you should probably go super slow right right so of course that's
0: right in the fantasy of course it's not like that so and i i've only Uh, We lost power
1: just in the middle of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was saying something about, yeah, in my anal fantasies, of course, it's always someone being like, um, well, it's always a man being like, because I just can't believe anal non-consent from a woman. I just can't. Um, But so in the fantasies, it's always, well, maybe from a trans woman. Interesting. Yeah, because it's about the dick. Um, So the top person would always be... Um, you know, <laughs> forcing the other person one to one extent or another, and so then it's always like part of it that it's just like a punishment or something, and so it's always going to like just shove his dick in, yeah, um, hard, you know. And I realize even and I've even tried to do anal a couple of times, and it's like, of course, but that's like then it's just not hot to me, I guess. So, so you, that's the thing. I ha-
1: it's like so you remember when we were talking about like the like ABDL thing? You're like, how have I not thought of this before? like and in or the age play thing and you were like this seems so good for all of my like childhood uh-huh. molestation things right so with anal like uh-huh. instead of if you're trying to find a soft <laughs> way to do it <laughs> like you just have to be like oh let me let me teach you how to do this and so it's like you're like being someone's teaching you how to be like a quote good little boy and so like they're like slowly fingering your fucking your ass right like, since you're so, like, you're since you're smaller and they're, you're, like, a kid, like, they have to, like, be gentler with you. Or even if you're doing it as an adult, it's, like, okay. since they're teaching I just, you. I
0: think the way you said it was creepy. Maybe I can um, oh, yeah, re- I was... rewrite it in my mind a bit. Uh, well, yeah, because it's very, it's very, like, you're tiptoeing the line of me just being, like, so uncomfortable with, like, exploring these things, um, especially aloud and in public. <laughs> um, so I'm just, like trying to wrap
1: my head around this but um i mean you know you figured out i think another way to do it is just that like it could probably it'll probably feel really good and you love the girl and like you love the girl making you feel good and so you just figure it out that way right but, i mean
0: right i mean i've done stuff before which is like a finger uh on the on the outside like it's you know it's not like there's no, I just think that it's, it also is so uncomfortable with the, I know you say there's no poop, but it's your fingers and there's always a little, I just, I just, I have a real poop yeah, hang up. But then, The other
1: night I did yeah. a thing I never thought I would do. It was, it was during that, the hookup with the girl from Portland, the first one, uh-huh. like I was super clear, like I hadn't eaten in a while and I hadn't shit in a while and she like fucked me for a minute and i was like i just wanted to suck her dick against so, like I, even, I, even after she like fucked my ass i like did went down wash and, it no <laughs> <laughs> i'd never done that before either but like it was we were just like such hot sex and so, it was like
0: it like asked him out is now gonna be one of the titles I, uh, <laughs> of this episode
1: <laughs> i just but like you know before i did it i like took my hand and like my two like you fingers
0: washed, you kind of squeegeed like yeah and like went really okay. tight and like came up and like, up better, and, like honestly.
1: and like not a lot even came off then right it wasn't like i was like super luby or super wet and like yeah honestly, didn't check really, it out
0: though you know you go yeah
1: but like it was
0: just like cleaning an apple you know just rubbing on your shirt a little bit mm-hmm. do you ever you know like whether in sex or just in social situations do little you know kind of like um you kind of try to try to hide your little squicks you know if you're sharing things with a group and you kind of you ever like squick a uh, a mouthpiece or you know you try to do it um
1: i don't know what you mean
0: like if you're all sharing a vape pen or something oh, you ever yeah, what's the word like, i'm looking for surreptitiously you know like, like trying to clean try a to thing
1: it. like a like a straw or a drink top or a pipe just a little or, squick
0: like you say like i like that word for that right and yeah. it's like Okay, yeah, that's something. Yeah, like in bed or in social. Like sometimes I'm, I, I'm, Sometimes I get a little squeaky, especially if I get high. You know, I get sometimes into that I do feeling. like
1: around people. I don't like with if it's like smoking and things like that or drinks. It's like, I, yeah, it really.
0: Totally d- depends on the people for me.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it true. Do I want
0: them in my cooties? You know, circle. Yeah
1: but then in like sex uh i don't really try and hide it because i don't think there's anything to be ashamed about about it like i mean, to just, like yeah. sometimes we just need a little bit of like upkeep in the middle of fucking to make it better and like that's okay and like i mean sometimes i do do it surreptitiously like especially in threesomes if i don't want to like necessarily ruin a moment i just yeah. kind of like quickly yeah. like
0: yeah a do a thing yeah. and
1: like, like no
0: one's like, paying attention to this hand right now
1: <laughs> and yeah and like let the moment keep going right uh-huh. you know Um, or if like we're fucking and it's like, you know, you're going to like fuck me like super, you just got done fucking me super hard and like, you're like, oh, you kiss me and like you roll over to like, you know, get your glasses or whatever. I might, like, in that moment or, like, in a second, like, you know, grab toilet paper and quickly, like, wipe my ass, like, just to get lube off it, right? Because uh-huh. it's just not comfortable did, 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 to sit with a bunch yeah. of it unless you're into that, you know, live your dream.
0: And there might be a few poop particles in there anyway. You may as well get rid of those. Right? Yeah. It must be a, somewhat of a consideration.
1: <laughs> so, a
0: little wipe down. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: But, yeah, not, I don't have a big thing about squicks. <laughs> um,.
0: I don't have a big thing. I just see myself do it every now and then. Then I kind of feel like embarrassed if I do that. Like I feel like, oh, this is rude of me to not want this dude's, eh, some dude with a beard or something. You know, like Not even a yeah. beard, so much as like it's stubble, just, like way too much stubble. And there's fat just some people just, where it's
1: like, oh, man, you no just got some. To all the
0: fat, ugly white men. In this, you know what I mean? There's just like a like, guy with bad breath. Like sometimes you're just like, I'm just quick, get the, the pen. Happy to share, but I'll just this quick squick is all I need for my mental <laughs> <laughs> health. <laughs> uh,
1: I feel that. It is pretty indiscriminate how it happens. It's just like sometimes some people just give off like vibe, right? And you're like, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's some like I said, some moods. I'm the other, and they've done studies about this. Like we totally get more like conservative or liberal about germs depending on what kind of mood we're in and stuff, and depending on our neurochemistry with various drugs and everything. And some days I'm just a little squickier than others. And anyway, if you ever see me squicking the pen after you, you know, <laughs> sorry about you. Maybe fucking work on yourself. Um, I'm such an asshole. Hey guys, if you're listening to this Wednesday, uh, October 16th, I'll be in, I'm in Chattanooga tonight at the Lookout Comedy Festival, and I'll be back on Friday the 18th doing some really fun sounding shows, and then I'll be in Nashville on Thursday the 17th, Savannah on the 19th, and then Birmingham on the 22nd, Lafayette on the 23rd, and Maynard, Texas on the 24th. You can find information on all that at ArielIsaacNorman.com. Can I tell you something really embarrassing?
1: Yeah, please.
0: <laughs> so, um, the, I don't know how to get into this. The other day, I was like uh, folding our, the laun- like me and the girls' laundry, yeah. and I don't know. Like, I came across one of her underwear that are like um, like a thong, you know, like a, and you know, it's like really turns me on to see. <laughs> To see her in a thong. And so then I, and sometimes she gets kind of worried that like I am um, maybe like, you know, she wants to think of herself as a lesbian. And so, like, if I am leaning in toward masculinity too much, you know, she can get a little bit like, hey, you're not okay, you know, just, and so it just made me think, like, I wonder if she would like to see me in women's underwear sometime. I mean, we both look super cute in our little boy shorts that we're mostly wearing all the time, you know. Um, And, Uh, I love that too, but there's a particular kind of thrill to, you know, a a thong or the little frilly stuff on a woman. Um, And so I was like, I wonder, so I found myself not only trying (laughs) on my girlfriend's underwear, but then like, she wasn't home, she was at work, but you were here and you were like on the couch in the living room and the only floor to ceiling mirror that we have is in your room. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, sneaking around <laughs> our apartment <laughs> to try on women's underwear. <laughs> oh,
1: God, that's fucking hilarious.
0: I feel like, on the one hand, um, that's I feel so affirmed, you know, um, really? to do that. Because what could be more like a dude <laughs> than, than <sneak>. secretly... <laughs> but also I just sneaking
1: into your and
0: sneaking well into my
1: roommate's room to look in her mirror and to see how you look in your yeah. underwear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also. Yeah. Um, our generation is confused, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: um that's like how did i don't
0: i don't know because that's the thing is i think i you know i like glanced down a couple of times could barely look at it, you know because i get very i have those transvestite feelings like if i am wearing uh nail polish i've I, you know uh, the few times i've tried over the last seven years or something yeah, to put I mean, on you tell
1: me about it that's like that was like the hardest thing in transitioning was like avoiding like having that classic cross dresser which you know if that's your look live your dream like especially if you're like that's what i want to look like yeah cool but for me like when i see that it makes me feel very uncomfortable when okay. i'm like when i'm dressed that way right interesting like i don't like just having women's clothes on it's like i want to have like a look that feels natural to me like yeah, but, I, but think I know it's that like the dysphoria
0: of, like, is like the is like the um The clash. Like, for me, I'm like, if I look down, maybe... But, like, I know that I have this haircut and whatever. Like, I don't like these things. I don't like seeing masculine and feminine too much on the same person. I just don't. Like, it fills me with all kinds of bad feelings. Yeah, and so then to think like, of someone else seeing me that way, it's like, Oh no.
1: But the thing is, is that you don't know the other person seeing you that way. Also, totally. you don't know that the things that you're seeing as masculine, they're not seeing as feminine. It's Like it, totally like you with your haircut, you're like, you know, I have this haircut. It's like, yeah, I know you see that as a masculine haircut, oh, but really yeah. it's still like,
0: I see it as, it's supposed to be androgynous. I know, I don't but, know but you, this you pointed haircut. to it
1: just now as an example of like, I just mean it's short. Future, I mean, it's right?
0: all on the spectrum of things you know, just my hair is about as short as it can be, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it, that is to, into my mind, I, I like, I feel like, and I didn't, I didn't, like I kept my shirt on and everything, you know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't even really try Oh, that's it. why. Dude, it's like, I, yeah, I'm like, it's like really hard for me to even think about looking at, which is so like I did wear thongs when I was 15 or something, you know, for no reason back when just yeah, you may as well do something as a Mormon teenager, 14, 15, you know, my sister and I were just like, we're going to buy thongs. My mom was like, whatever, you know, um, I, you know, and I used to wear more feminine stuff, but I'm like, when did this happen? Is it like, it, 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 where I mean are the ch-
1: You're asking me to make pretty broad deep psychological don't, don't like assertions right now like when did this happen to me it's like well based on what i've learned over the last 2 years as your <laughs> kitchen table therapist cuz um, i
0: think i just changed i think i just changed to fit situ i mean i don't know I mean, you know i
1: don't know. this is hard for me to talk about because even though like yes there are poles like masculine and feminine right on a, even though we're t- thinking about a linear spectrum which is wrong for yeah. spectrum but like I don't think that those two things exist as much as you think they do. And I think like when you're feeling those two things rub up against each other and they're making you comfortable, like if you're looking at yourself in a thong with a t-shirt on, right. And you feel masculine. I think you need to just start to like reposition those things instead of like masculine feminine and just like, is it sexy or not? Remove the masculinity and femininity from it. Because really like those are like artifices, like we're imposing upon like aesthetic things. Right. Right aesthetic choices and you can relabel those aesthetic choices within your own like mental like landscape to be whatever you want them to be and so like some things for me I've done that with where it's just like I I just don't like the way certain things look on me but it's not because they're masculine or feminine it's just because I've learned like I don't like the way that shit looks on me right it's uh, when you try and delineate things between those two camps along like a linear spectrum as opposed to something more like three dimensional where like I don't know, spectrum, shit, this is another conversation, but, like, um, spectrums aren't straight lines, people. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you just have to, like, rethink the way your brain tries to label things as it sees them and processes them, right? Yeah. So it's, like, why, like, that's why I used your haircut, because it's, like, for you, it's androgynous. For some people, it's hyper-masculine. For some people, it's pretty feminine, Right. And so you can make that haircut whatever you want it to be for yourself. Right. You could s- work and see that as a feminine haircut if you wanted to. So if you're trying to feel sexy and like you don't want them to see the person you're being sexy for as like a dude in a thong, right. Then you work yourself into a space of like seeing these attributes of your yeah, own attributes I mean, in a new light, even if only I temporarily. Think- right. Because those the elements of those are always going to be there. You're always going to be able to see, like, the, uh, the feminine elements of your haircut don't suddenly disappear when you want it to feel more masculine. The masculine elements of your haircut don't suddenly disappear when you want it to feel more feminine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of this is really just that I have, like, a deep misogyny. Um, I mean, we all do, right, uh, from this culture? I mean...
1: No. no. I mean, some, yes, we've all have had or have dealt with like different parts of that Uh but like at the same time like you hold on to it in a different way yeah well like it's probably different than you most people like i have a fucked up sense of humor but like i wouldn't never walk around like just be like yeah i've got a lot of internalized homophobia and transphobia right Mm -hmm. like i think like you've like at least are aware of but like have a lot of those things like in you still more yeah. than like other people might which isn't a bad thing I think it's just so like a combination of like where you've come from and how your brain works
0: I don't know if this is gonna make sense and make it into the podcast but I've just been thinking about this a lot like so my thing with the birds and how it's the, the female birds that are plain and Brown and like, and then it's the male birds that are colorful and do these elaborate mating rituals and stuff. Um, is that I think in, in animal species, there's quite often one sex. That's like the people who do, who get colorful, who get elaborate, who get like, they're the ones trying to turn on the other ones. And, For some animal species, it's like the dudes are, you know, and for some animal species, the women are trying to attract the mates. And so like somehow in humans, women have been tricked into being the ones who are making fools of ourselves, who are attracting the mates, whatever, who are doing our hair and male, nails and makeup and the clothes and the everything. Whereas the reality is we should be the ones who are dictating things. At least now that we've gotten the men to stop raping us mostly to feel bad about raping us, we could take control, but we are currently the faggots. Like this is my, <laughs> this is my theory. It's there's when this happens, when it's either the men or the women, so then the males or the females, who are the ones spending all the energy trying to attract the mates. That's the faggots of the species. And that's why, or the bitches, you know, and that's, it feels really bad to be on the faggot side. Um, it's stupid. It should be the men who are the faggots. And so I think some people have the camp of feminism, which is like, let's turn the men into faggots and bitches for the next several thousand years. And then there are some of us who are like, look, if we're all faggots, then it's okay. Let's just all be faggots. Now we, are pretty advanced as a species we can like live really comfortable fun lives let's just all be faggots let's all do our hair and nails and makeup or whatever like let's or do whatever is sexiest for you but like really be sexy you know try to attract mates by being awesome in every way you know like be we should all be the faggots of the species and so that's why i say like you know i'm on strike about having sex with men until they become faggots until they admit that they're faggots Um, I love it. I mean, I think that's, that's, that's what I'm like putting together with all of this is like, yeah. And you, and you listen to these men talk about stuff and it's, we all laugh about it. Ha ha ha. Yeah. We're, we are a bitch. But it's like, do we want to be either we all identify as men or we all identify as women? (laughs)
1: That's your only option.
0: Because what I'm saying is like, because we need to be equal. And so we either all need to, but I think we should all be.
1: But like you're in, you're in position of like a unilateral word for a broad category. People doesn't like relegate people to a status of being equal. Right? Like you, you can't just like be like, we're all men now. So we're all equal. It's like that. I just mean, we all
0: need to change our psychologies in a little bit. We either, we, we need to get on the same team about, about sex and um, relationships and stuff
1: i don't think so i think I think that's like a too simple of a way to like move towards utopia mm-hmm. I think like I think people just need to have like the emotional and intellectual intelligence to like break out of this like. Binary way of seeing, and I don't mean that in so far as like the gender binary. I mean like w- most of the world thinks in very like black and white terms, and very like logical senses of like two opposite, two fundamentally oppositional things can't exist in the same space together. It's like that's th- thing- ideas like that and things like that n- need to go away. This idea of like holding masculinity and femininity in opposition to each other needs to go away. Mm-hmm. Be, our, our, our ideas about language like need to change to like be more amorphous to where like you have like the emotional intellectual like maturity to be able to navigate different like social lexicons and different spaces with each other where it's like yeah I might be hanging out with one group of people and words that my friends and I use now have a completely different like meaning but we can like get on board with that and just figure it out. I don't I don't know. I think I don't I'm not afraid of like coming up with too many like things to call ourselves and too many divisions for each other. Like I think that's a good and healthy thing and that like the natural contradictions that come up between them and people learning to deal with those contradictions is what the future is about. On the subject of faggots though, I on Instagram on National Coming Out Day on our Instagram I'm posted like Happy National You're a Faggot Day yeah. <laughs> to all of our faggot listeners out there. We love and support you just the way you are. <laughs> you're just wonderful, the faggoty way you are. You're, yeah, yeah. You're beautiful in your faggotiness, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I kind of like that now. Just calling it, our it, listeners it, faggots. Yeah. In retrospect, you know we have another
0: like, idea. A couple episodes. I know, ago? but I
1: like this more because I okay. do really <clears> like your idea of just like one. I think everybody needs to just call themselves a faggot and yeah. like needs to just become a faggot, right? And within your like let's have little, an I'm Spartacus
0: thing. moment with being a yeah. faggot and then we can all get along.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the other thing is like, you know, I was thinking about national coming out day. Cause like I had a, I had a friend message me that was like, do you really like, I, are you trying to be ed- like, what are you doing essentially is what they're asking. Right. Uh-huh. And like, um, I was just like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to make like a big statement or anything by like saying like happy national year faggot it's day or that people are coming out or faggots <laughs> or whatever. But I'm like, also in my head you know like i i I identify as a faggot yeah. in a lot of ways if and we can
0: reclaim words and like, not just that but like you know like
1: some people like that is like their the way they see themselves and like that is like a thing where it's I'm like a total having, faggot Jesus. Yeah. and i was just thinking like you know for me as like a kid like national coming out day if it was the thing i was in a too small town to know about it but if i had known about it i probably wouldn't have come out but like if I had seen like some like if I seen like Kevin Smith or somebody you know mm. be like Happy National You're a Faggot Day like <laughs> that would have meant like so much more to me like that or John Waters or somebody had yeah. done that right like that would have like at to young gay me been like oh like yeah fuck yeah yeah, yeah Happy Nat yeah I'm a fucking faggot right like <laughs> that and so like I, I said Happy National You're a Faggot Day on Instagram like it's partially as, wanted partially, wanted to as as, partially as a joke because we're making jokes but also like partially because it's like that I'm, I actually am like ha- congratulations it, yeah. to all of you out there to all you faggots all of you there. who realize
0: you're a faggot join we, the club yeah you know welcome
1: and I wasn't being tug in cheek where it's like we love you and all of your wonderful fagginess no you know? this is a
0: this is a faggot podcast yeah. <laughs> that, a faggot owned and operated a faggot owned and operated <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
1: Can we put that on our new business totally. cards? Yeah, we're about to wear new business cards. Faggot <laughs> owned and oh, operated. There it is. Oh, thank God.
0: Uh, <clears throat> um, well, I love it. Yeah, I feel like I was going to come out about something this year. I feel like all last year I was like, oh, when's National come out? Oh, it's in October. It's so far away. Oh, this will be funny. Like I had some funny thing I was going to completely. Yeah. And then I, yeah, yeah, I saw you doing all those things. And I was like, no, what the hell was I going to come out about? Just, oh, damn. I'm I've probably changed my identity since then anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Every day's a coming out day if you're a muff of a faggot.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so they <clears throat> this is on NPR. Arizona official arrested an alleged baby mill adoption fraud scheme. Okay.
1: <laughs> Just before we even get in there, the headline alone. I have had several fantasies <coughs> of being in a baby mill.
0: As, like, a, br- a breeding fantasy yeah, hybrid thing?
1: Yeah, like, just, like, chained in a room, like, or, like, a stall, like, in a barn. Mm-hmm. And just forced to, like, be fucked. So, you, like pump out babies for like more livestock also in some cases it's for like a milking fantasy where it's like i'm being milked and like you produce more milk if you're pregnant so like you have to be constantly pregnant so you produce as much milk as possible that's just a fun side one um
0: okay but
1: baby mill is like not out of my wheelhouse (laughs) necessarily
0: yeah Oh, my God. Okay. Well, so basically, this guy was taking women from the Marshall Islands who were maybe um, hard up for cash, I guess, and offering them $10,000 for their babies. Um, He was flying them in. Um, to the U.S. To
1: Utah. To into
0: Utah so that he could then turn around and sell these presumably cute little islandy babies to like Mormons <laughs> and stuff <laughs> 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 who wanted babies. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, and he seems to have been making somewhere between thirty dollars to $40,000 a baby and um, so he did this with 40 different babies and he, he winds up making $2.7 million which is actually more than thirty dollars to $40,000 so I'm not sure how they figured out the cost but uh, um yeah but yeah and so this is uh, illegal uh, on a number of levels also it, it reminded me so they called it human trafficking and that reminded me like right 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 so sometimes human trafficking is not sex stuff sometimes it's selling people's babies to other people which we have decided mm-hmm. as as a human race that um, seems seems bad
1: do you think it's not bad?
0: Well, I think that it would make me feel a lot better about it if you were offering them a fair price. I think you, as an agent, should take like a 10% cut of something and then give the bulk. So, but of course, these Marshall Island women probably, maybe 10, I don't know if 10,000 seems like that island might be expensive and whatever. I don't know how the economy works, you know, but like, yeah. So it's shitty if you're taking. I know it's shitty if you're taking three to six times what each of the mothers is making. Yeah. That's just fucked up. Um, so it's hard for me to even get past that to like be able to morally assess. I mean, if it, it doesn't sound... Oh, the other thing is, it doesn't sound like there was a gun to these women's heads. Okay, this is not old school slavery. Okay,
1: well... Well, no, but I'm just mm. saying...
0: But they did say in the end that these mothers said that they never expected their... Ties to be completely severed. They thought they were going to be able to be involved in the lives. They were. I think they were like maybe lied to in that way. um Whereas these Mormons probably thought that their parents were dead. Or so, I mean, who knows?
1: I honestly. I mean, I think like one hundred percent. There might not have been like a literal gun to their head, but I highly doubt like there wasn't like some bit of pressuring or jo- or conjoling like you into doing it right. Like yeah, definitely one hundred percent lied to right, and yeah. then also like. I, I just think where it's like, know you know, what, what, what like, like you're trying to, like if you try and back out, like you're telling me someone doesn't show up to their yeah. house, like saying like, Hey, you're not backing out of this or like you and your baby aren't making yeah. it. You know? Well,
0: yeah, they did. not I think when
1: it comes to human trafficking and pedophilia shit, like that's a handshake you don't go back on. And so there might mm-hmm. not have been an actual gun there, but there was like a much larger, like
0: that's possible. I mean, they don't mention anything like that in this little article, but that is possible. But I, you know, so either way, um, this is not a nice guy, you know? Um, To profit, to become a millionaire by selling
1: babies,
0: some baby, you know what I mean? By like manipulating the system and selling. And and again, it is illegal, um, you know, and it seems like there are plenty of false pretenses going on. And yeah, so it's just some, I mean, he just thought look at these cute little babies. I bet I could sell them to white people. I
1: mean, <laughs> For a bunch of money. For a bunch of and money. boy, was he right.
0: Entrepreneurial fucking spirit, you know. If
1: there's one thing we know about white people historically is that they love purchasing cute brown people.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, selling them to other white people.
1: It's most of our history.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what can you say about this guy? It's just like...
1: I mean, I can say that like... Right you on, know, man.
0: American of the Year like, award. Like the Catholic right priest...
1: Uh in the keepers, this dude kinda hit on one of my fantasies. Like Totally. The idea of a baby mill.
0: Many of these mothers describe their ordeal as being treated like property. Mm-hmm. Does that do it for you? Yeah. hmm
1: If they could if they were also branded, that would add to it. You know? Oh uh, yeah, a little brand. Yeah. I don't actually enjoy being branded, but in my own baby mill or like uh I guess I should say livestock mill and fantasies rather, mm-hmm. um, or if it's alien stuff, incubation mills. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're being pumped with like eggs, and you're just serving as the incubator, right? Yeah. So usually you're like, you're pumped with eggs and someone comes along and then fucks you and seeds the eggs and then yeah. your asshole or whatever is sealed up so they can like incubate inside you then like yeah, come out eventually. Anywho. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I think, but that you actually but, like, are hitting on another aspect of this, which is that they did, they did say that they were stuffing like 15 people into a crowded space or whatever. So there was and, like, this mill yeah. uh, aspect, but I assume that would do it for you and your fantasies to be. Cramped yeah. with 15 others but
1: have to like lay against other people <clears throat> that are pregnant and like also carrying mm-hmm. the spawn of an alien race and like we're all there just surviving together yeah
0: everything Beautiful. that makes this horrific is what is also really sexy about yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> although even, you know but in, in the fantasy at least it's like rarely am i giving birth to like purely human babies right uh-huh. like again for me the, the if, it, if it encroaches anywhere on reality it's like just, like, gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. So, like, usually it's, like, I'm some sort of, like, human-animal hybrid or I'm captured by an alien species having to, like, have their babies. Um, well, yeah. See, so, but let's let's say, what if it was a world where this
0: American, you know, businessman was traveling to the Marshall Islands and a, a group of women came to him and said, here's the deal, um, we're pregnant, but we really can't afford to have another baby, you know, we we have seven at home that we're already trying to feed or whatever their story is. And, you know, we were wondering, because we know there's some, like, you know, white women in, you know, in America who would like <laughs> a cute little baby like this. Like, these are the cutest, We you know. So we're... Ma- so... Is there, what's like, how much could we sell one of these for? And he was like, oh God, probably a lot. And then, like, treated them really nicely and then, you know, whatever. And then gave them, again, you know, 80 to 90% of the profits. Um, Yeah. and, And everyone was happy. I think that that would be fine, but it is illegal. And so instead of it being regulated and people competing to be the best baby selling service, we have jokers like this who are pimping women out for an unfair price on what they're doing. And that's the problem. Yeah. They didn't get the fair price. It, you know? And I think that a woman, yeah, you be make, make a cute little Brown baby and sell it to some Mormon chick who wants to seal it to her family for time and all eternity. So yours. I mean, if you make $60,000 for that,
1: yeah that might be
0: worth it to you but i don't know
1: so i have a like i understand adoption and adoption agencies when it comes to like helping people who don't want babies but like the whole for-profit scheme of it like and like really fucks me up in a lot of ways just because like the majority of those babies aren't ending up with like chill-ass parents like you know i'm just saying like like especially like in like in utah like those are going like mormon families so mm-hmm. now we have more fucking mormons yeah. and it's like it, it like a lot of people like uh, that adopt like you know a lot of them are wonderful human beings and wonderful people but also it's just like god
0: but, did try to stop them from you know, making it's babies and like, it, yeah it's and like, yet it's like, yet it's like they're, who is
1: going to like the illegal baby mill guy to get their baby not good people you know and so it's just like
0: well yeah but that's the,
1: but it just means like I don't know. It's just like, can't we just like kill all the unwanted babies and call them? I would, I would
0: totally prefer that. I think we should just just kill the unwanted babies instead of like
1: putting them with shitty human beings and making more shitty human beings. Like, let's just like understand how it works. They're unwanted to begin with, and so we should just. There are too many people. Put them all in one big grave.
0: Um, (laughs) 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 but what I understand what happens now. There are all these people who give up their babies for adoption, but what are they? It's just they. None of them get remunerated. Because all the people who are adopting have to spend tons of money to spend tens of thousands of dollars to adopt a kid. So is that just all goes to these bureaucrats and white collar nonsense, whereas the person who carried the baby doesn't get money? I feel like...
1: Yeah, I mean if you just like that give doesn't your baby make up. You just give your baby up. No,
0: yeah, how come we're all donating our babies? We should be selling them. If you're going to if you if you're not just going to get rid of it when you realize you're pregnant, you
1: know. I mean, some people genuinely need to just get rid of it, right? But at the other like and they're just like, "Look, whether you want to pay me for it or not, I need it gone." Well, I
0: realize if they're addicted to drugs and stuff, no one's going to want your But also it's pay for just like
1: baby, yeah, I think if you like start like paying people for babies, then you have people having babies to sell them.
0: Oh, that's true. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about <laughs> 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 our natural human instinct just make a fucking buck any way that's quote unquote easy
1: uh, yeah so also I mean I guess technically those absorbent fees go to keeping the other ones you have in the orphanage alive right yeah, like no one's paying true. for them so like you gotta keep the orphanage running somehow yeah I don't really sure know the economics of, of keeping orphanage open <laughs> but like
0: <laughs> well historically people haven't done the best job um, with orphanages but I think they're getting better have we done a fetish?
1: No, but baby mills can be the fetish.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess you are attracted to to baby mills. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of creepy. There's to, a
1: lot of breeding porn out there, and it goes some weird places. Like,
0: Yeah. No, I could see. It's like that's that's one of your fetishes where I'm like, I could see that being really hot, but I'm like, I'm not quite there it's like tangential to things that i like you know where it's like, like an
1: image that like gets me going is like you know how there are like some uh dairy like farms and shit that have like cows just like in rows mm-hmm. of stalls yeah, like kinda- hooked up right with like the metal like grates between them but you can still kind of see between them and see the ass of like or the yeah, head yeah. of like every so i have like fantasies of like being in locking in one of those with like those. all four of on like all fours, like with a collar around my neck and like, you know, I'm just sitting there. Sometimes I have a vagina. Sometimes I don't. It just depends. And like, I'm just like dripping wet with my own juices. Cause like I, all I want to do is just like to be bred and to fulfill my purpose of having more babies. And like, the like bull like you know parades up and down the center aisle like looking to see like which one he wants to fucking see that day and he picks me and like he just like is instantly like hard with this giant dick and like rams himself inside me and like doesn't even wait to see if like it's gonna like feel good or not and he just like fucking goes down and just like fucks the shit out of me not caring about my pleasure at all it's just to get him off and he comes inside of me like gushes come to where it's leaking out and like dribbling out of my pussy like down onto the ground like sliding down the edges of my thighs and like you know yeah i'm just left there quaking as he like walks away and then someone comes and like puts a plug in my vagina or in my asshole whichever one he came to in to keep his seat inside me to make sure that i mm. get pregnant mm-hmm. you know? yeah that all and that's makes just sense. scene one yeah <laughs>
0: that all makes a lot of sense um I'm Janice Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Haha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big asses. Woman of size is plus size. Latina. Flawed, curvy. curvy, curvy Thick queen. Queer. Fat. Black. Disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo-Ha-Ha Podcast.